Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Mule to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled All Saints Day and Halloween. So we just celebrated Halloween yesterday on October 31st, and today, November 1st, is All Saints Day. But here's the promotional material. All Saints Day, also known as All Hallows Day, is November 1st. Halloween, a contraction of All Hallows' Eve, is a holiday observed on October 31st, the evening before All Saints' Day. The Celts believe the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to earth. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 through 22 says, Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. As believers, we must be careful that we don't mistake evil for good. As followers of Jesus Christ, we must be careful about what we align with, even in traditional celebrations and fun. All Saints Day and Halloween. I had so much fun putting this together. So let me start out saying and sharing with you, I sent both of my sons to Christian schools. The oldest one went to a Catholic school, and I remember my father objecting and saying he's going to be indoctrinated in Catholicism. He learned about Mass and the seven sacraments, which are baptism, the Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, which is also known as confession, marriage, anointing of the sick, holy orders. I quickly learned I had to encounter a few things about their teachings. My son only absorbed those teachings. They did not become a part of his religious experience. Our family attended a non-denominational Protestant church. Although All Saints Day is a Catholic celebration, I was introduced to it while my youngest son attended a Protestant Christian school. All Saints Day was celebrated on November 1st instead of Halloween on the 31st. The children were allowed to come to school that day dressed in biblical character costumes, Joseph, Paul, Sarah, Mary, etc. They were not allowed to dress as Dracula, a witch wearing a black hat or a ghost or a skeleton, just to name a few of the common Halloween costumes. So I was intrigued and wanted to learn more about All Saints Day. I had no clue what it was or what it meant, but I knew and agreed to this alternative to Halloween. So let me give you a little history 
About 2,000 years ago, in Celtic, Ireland, there was a festival of Samhain. Samhain was the division of the year between the lighter half, which would be the summer, and the darker half, which would be the winter, kind of like the summer and the winter solstice. People believe that Samhain, the division between the world and the other world, was at its thinnest, allowing spirits to pass through. So people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Halloween was an outgrowth of this festival. Remember in the promotional material, I said Halloween is a contraction of All Hallows' Eve and observed on October 31st, the evening before All Saints' Day. So Halloween first came uh, to the United States back in the 1820s. American colonists are responsible for initially bringing Halloween to the United States. Most of the colonists were English Puritans who celebrated Samhain before traveling to their new country. Although the Celtic religions, tradi- religious traditions had long been replaced by Christianity, many of the old practices remained. Halloween has always been a holiday filled with mystery, magic, and superstition. So let's talk about what is a saint. So I looked it up, and this is what I kind of came up with. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops defined saints as a person in heaven who lived his heroically virtuous lives, offered their lives for others, or were martyred for the faith, and who are worthy of imitation. Okay, that sounds reasonable and not too alarming when you first read it. We all desire to live virtuous lives, but the heroically and the martyred for faith seems a little extreme. So the Catholics have established five steps to becoming a saint. Step one is wait five years or, or not. And then the second step is to become a servant of God. Step three is to show proof of a life of heroic virtue. Step four is uh, verified miracles. Five is canonization. And in the Roman Catholic Church, that means the official admission of a dead person into sainthood. And I know that in the Catholic Church, from you know my experience with my oldest son who attended a Catholic school, there are many saints, and some of the ones that are more popular to us are St. Joseph, uh, St. Francis of Assisi, Joan of Arc, St. Augustine of Hippo, uh, St. Martin of Deporres, and then St. Michael the Archangel, and then, of course, the Blessed uh, Mother Mary. As a Protestant, I ascribe to this meaning of saint. It is, in its most basic sense, tells us that a saint is a holy one, someone who was set apart for God's special purposes. So, as a result, every believer in Christ is a saint, because we are, according to Scripture, which I'll just read you in a few minutes, we're holy, and uh, because of what Christ has done, the person and work of Christ, and we have been set apart for God's special purposes. So, Every follower of Christ is a saint. 
In First Peter chapter two verse nine in the New American Standard Bible, the Standard Bible it reads, "But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light." So we know what a saint is. We know what this other Halloween is a contraction of All Hallows Day. So what is All Saints Day and how is it celebrated? I want you to bear with me as we go back in history. All Saints Day is also known as All Hallows Day. The feast that we know of today as All Saints Day originated way back in May of 609 when Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome to the Blessed Virgin Mary. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III changed the date to November 1st, which he dedicated when he dedicated a chapel to at the Vatican in honor of all the saints, and then Pope Gregory IV later extended the celebration to all saints to the universal church. It's celebrated by going to Mass, of course, having a parade, and commemorating the saints in a special way in the Eucharist or the sacraments. Other traditions on this day include reading and learning about the saints, praying to the saints, especially your uh, person's confirmation saint, and then asking for their intercession so that we too might become saints. Ah, Again, that sounds simple enough, right? Well, that description doesn't give All Saints Day justice. So I encourage you to reach, research a little bit more and learn a little bit more or as much as you can uh, if you don't already know about uh, All Saints Day and the reasons for celebration. But given that description, mm, my question is why does the Catholic Church pray to the saints? If we go back to the practical biblical meaning of saint in the Protestant church, remember, a saint is a holy one, someone who is set apart for God's special purposes. As a result, every follower of Jesus Christ is a saint. We have an intercessor who prays on our behalf, and that's the Holy Spirit. He is a part of the triune God, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ the Son. Scripture says in Romans 8, Chapter 8, verses 26 through 27, New American Standard Bible, it says, Now in the same way the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. Verse 27 says, And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So, We know what All Saints Day is. We know what a saint is or who a saint is, according to the Roman Catholic Church and then also the Protestant Church. There's another combined day of saints, those who are with God in heaven and those who are on their way to heaven. It's called All Souls Day and is celebrated on November 2nd. So we've got October 31st for Halloween. We've got November 1st for All Saints Day, and then we've got November 2nd for All Souls Day. Now, All Souls Day, we can kind of better relate to that because those of us who belong to Christ Jesus, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of our redemption, and we are still living, even though we are still living, we're on our way to heaven. We know we're going to, I'm going to read you some verses that I know you're familiar with. John 3.16, NIV, New International Version says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one and only Son, 
that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life. We're going to live forever. John 10, 28 through 30, New International Version says, I give them eternal life that they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Verse 29 says, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Verse 30 says, I and the Father are one. And then we've got John 14, verses 2 through 4, and this is the New International Version. These are verses that we hear often at a memorial service, a funeral, or a celebration of life. John 14, 2 through 4, verse 2 says, My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have not told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Verse 3 says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Verse 4 says, you know the way to the place where I am going. Yes, we do know the way to heaven because we're in Christ Jesus, and that's where Jesus is going, and that's where we're going. So as believers, we must test the spirit and not make mistakes, uh, not mistake evil for good. Halloween seems innocent enough, right? The children dress up and go out trick-or-treating, you know, and then they, you know, call it a night. Well, they used to go trick-or-treating. I don't know if they're still trick-or-treating or not. But what's the origin of Halloween and its meaning, and how does it relate to Christianity? The Bible warns against getting involved with the occult. Yeah, it may seem fascinating and intriguing, but don't open the door for the devil's schemes. I remember as a child, my father caught us playing with the Ouija board. He discarded that board and that game and those pieces with the quickness. That board we could not find when we wanted to try to play it again without him knowing. So here's some scripture that tells us about fooling around with the occult. When you enter, this is Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 through 14, and this is the New Living Translation. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, be very careful not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. Verse 10 says, for example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering, and do not let your people practice fortune-telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft. Verse 11, or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead. Verse 12 says, anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations that have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. Verse 13 says, you must be blameless before the Lord your God. Verse 14 says, the nation you are about to displace, consult, sorcerers and fortune tellers, but the Lord your God forbids you to do such things. So in conclusion, happy All Saints Day. Thank God for the saints that have gone before us, those who have paved the way. And then when tomorrow comes, November 2nd, celebrate All Souls Day by remembering your loved ones who have gone on to be with the Lord. Commemorate them in a special and meaningful way. With that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.